Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast. And today I have another episode on Wednesday Night Royalty where I'm going to give my review of the Royal Rumble 1995. Uh, starting off the evening, we go into our first match of the night. It is Jeff Jarrett versus Razor Ramon for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, starting off the match, Razor's landing devastating punches on Jarrett. Razor then hits a fallaway slam on Jarrett. Jarrett then gets up, hits an arm drag on Razor. Jarrett then mocks Razor Ramon. Jarrett then hits a drop kick on Razor in the middle of the ring. Jarrett then hits a net breaker on Razor as well. The roadie then attacks Razor on the outside. Uh, looks like Razor Ramon hurt his leg on the outside. And the winner by countout is Jeff Jarrett. Um, again, it was an okay match. I mean, I'm a big fan of Razor Ramon uh, growing up. I was a big fan of his work. Um, Jeff Jarrett, man, and I know I stated this in the past, his his matches were very lackadaisical to me. Um, I know there might be some people that are, like I said before, out there that are big Jeff Jarrett fans. I am not. Um, I feel like his matches were very lazy, um, and he really didn't give it a, like give it his all, man. To be honest with you, I know he's a Hall of Famer, and I understand that, but I feel like his WWF days were very, very lackadaisical. Um, after that match, we go into our next match of the evening. It is IRS versus the Undertaker. Again, this was a back and forth match. Um, starting off the match, Undertaker hits an old school on Ir- um, Irwin. Irwin then gets up, hits an elbow drop on Undertaker. Irwin then hits a leg drop on Undertaker as well. Undertaker then hits a choke slam on Irwin, pins him for the three, and your winner of the match is the Undertaker. Um, again, it's the same thing with Jeff Jarrett. Like I said, very lackadaisical. Same thing with uh, Irwin Arshister. Um, I wasn't a big fan of his. I know like he had, was in a tag team with um, Ted DiBiase back in the day as Money Inc., and that was probably some of his best work. But as far as him being a singles competitor, it was very lazy, man. Like He, he wasn't that good on the mic. And he really wasn't that good in the ring, in my honest opinion. I just every time I see one of his matches, it's very lazy. Or maybe it was just the character. I didn't understand it. I just it, it was very lackadaisical, man. But uh, hats off to uh, Taker for getting the win. Um, after that match, we go into our next match of the evening, possibly the if not the best match on this card. Um, it is Diesel versus Bret Hart for the WWF Championship. Uh, starting off the match, Hart and Diesel exchange in the middle of the ring. Diesel hits a scoop slam on Hart. Diesel then hits a clothesline on Hart, sending him to the outside. Hart's working on the legs of Diesel. Hart then applies a figure four on Diesel. Diesel then breaks the hole. Diesel hits a sidewalk slam on Hart. Diesel then hits a backbreaker on Hart as well. Diesel then hits an elbow drop on Hart in the middle of the ring. Hart then gets up, hits a clothesline off the middle rope on Diesel. Hart then hits a backbreaker on Diesel as well. Diesel then motions to the crowd that it's time for the jackknife powerbomb. Diesel then hits a jackknife powerbomb on Hart. Um, Michaels then arrives to the match. Michaels attacks Diesel. Hart then applies another figure four on Diesel as well. Diesel then hits a gut-wrenching suplex on Hart, pins him for the two. Hart then hits Diesel, uh, Diesel's leg with a chair shot. Hart then applies a sharpshooter on Diesel. Owen Hart arrives to the ring. Owen attacks uh, Bret Hart. Hart then goes for a roll-up on Diesel, but instead knocks out the ref. Michaels then comes back out to the ring. Michaels attacks Diesel. Owen and Bob Backlund attack uh, Bret Hart. It's a whole chaos, chaotic mess. Uh, and the referee ended up calling this match a draw. Nobody won the match. So I wish it was a clean finish in this match. Unfortunately, it wasn't, but it told a good story. You know, back in the day, Diesel had a whole bunch of problems with Michaels, and Michaels had a problem with Diesel. And everybody knows the history between Bret Hart and Owen Hart. You know, they had that great match, I believe it was at WrestleMania 10. Um, and it told a great story, man. You know, brothers, great rival, you know, sibling rivalry between those two guys. So um, it made for a great story. I just wish it was a clean finish because it really was a good match. It really was. 
Um, after that match, we can go into our next match of the evening. It is Tentaka and Bam Bam Bigelow versus Bob Holly and One Two Three Kid for the tag team championships. Uh, starting off the match, Tentaka hits a side slam on Holly. Holly then gets up, hits a hurricane rana on Tentaka. Holly then hits a drop kick on Tentaka uh, in the middle of the ring. Bigelow then hits a clothesline on Holly and One Two Three Kid in the middle of the ring. Bigelow then throws One Two Three Kid into the air, but One Two Three hits a head scissors on Bigelow. That was absolutely impressive, man. Brutal spot. Brutal spot. Uh, Bigelow then hits an enziguri on one, two, three. One, two, three then gets up, hits a uh, drop kick on Bigelow. Bigelow then hits a suplex on one, two, three in the middle of the ring. Holly then hits a drop kick on Tataka. Tataka then hits a scoop slam on Holly. Tataka then hits a devastating power slam on Holly in the middle of the ring. One, two, three then hits a drop kick off the top rope on Bigelow. Bigelow then gets up, hits a press slam on one, two, three, sends him to the outside. Bigelow then goes for his signature moonsault off the top rope, but Tataka hits the ropes, knocking Bigelow off the top rope. One, two, three, then goes with a pin. And your winner of the match and new tag team champions are Bob Holly and one, two, three, kid. Again, decent match. Um, it really wasn't lackadaisical at all. Um, it was just a lot of back and forth and, and chaos. And again, man, and I, I've stated this in the past, I'm a big fan of Bam Bam Bigelow. I'm not going to sit here and say he's my all-time favorite wrestler, but he's definitely in my top ten. Um not only because you know some of the you know maybe because he wasn't like world heavy like world heavyweight champion or something like that, but for a guy his size and the way he can move in that ring, absolutely impressive, man. And him doing that step up enziguri on one two three kid, and then he can still go toe to toe with a guy that's twice younger than him, way more athletic. It's just insane, man. And, and honestly, I don't think people gave him a lot of credit as far as Bam Bam Bigelow is concerned. And I'm definitely going to get him credit. Uh, he's absolutely phenomenal athlete, phenomenal wrestler. But uh, hats off to Bob Holly and One Two Three Kid for getting the win and becoming at that time the new WWF Tag Team Champions. Um, after that match, we go into our next match of the evening. It is the main event. It is the Royal Rumble match? Again, it was a really good match. I'm not, you know, had a, a bunch of names in there. Names like uh, British Bulldog. Big fan of him as well. Um, it was just real. It was a really back and forth, and a lot of decent names in this Royal Rumble. Um, but the end of the Royal Rumble is what really caught my eye, because it looked to me as if British Bulldog eliminated Shawn Michaels. It looked like Shawn Michaels, his, maybe his uh, one of his feet touched the floor. I know he was hanging on um, onto the ropes, and then the British Bulldog's music hit. So I assumed that okay, oh all right, British Bulldog won the Royal Rumble. That was not the situation. Uh, British Bulldog thought he won. He was on the top turnbuckle celebrating. And then Shawn Michaels comes up from behind, knocks British Bulldog off the top turnbuckle. And your winner of the 1995 Royal Rumble is Shawn Michaels. Um, and again, it was just crazy. You know, Pamela Anderson was like the special host or whatever like that. And, you know, hearing how, uh, Howard Finkel on, you know, on the announce, uh, like announcing the wrestlers is absolutely fantastic. Rest in peace to the Fink, man. Um, he had a hell of a voice for professional wrestling, kind of like how Mean Gene was. Um, and all, all this was a it was a decent event. It wasn't that bad. I would have to probably give it a five and a half, six. And the reason why is some of the matches that were on this card and the way they put them together were kind of lackadaisical uh, and very lazy. You know what I mean? Just, there wasn't a whole lot of hype around these matches. For example, the IRS versus Undertaker match. IRS, to me, is just not that good of a wrestler. Same thing with Jeff Jarrett. Razor Ramon's great. Taker is, you know, I mean, he's Undertaker, man. He's a legend. But those two guys that faced those two gentlemen are just very lackadaisical, man. And it showed in the match. If you guys go back and watch the 1995 Royal Rumble, very lazy matches, man. Just it, I really wasn't a big fan of that. So I had to give it like a five, five and a half. Um, but this is my review and my thoughts on the 1995 Royal Rumble. I hope you guys are out there staying safe, be careful, and remember, stay classic. Peace.